Welcome back, bookish people. It is your host, Liz, and this is E Reads Podcast, the place where I discuss authorship, books, and all things creativity. This episode, we are jumping into the world of marketing, but just not any marketing. Marketing tips for introverts. And I have none other than Terrence Lee, aka the introvert leader. So here's a little bit about Terrence before we jump into the episode. So he had always avoided taking on leadership roles in his life because at age 13, an experience occurred, which caused him to doubt his abilities to speak in front of people and caused him to shy away from the spotlight. And this had worked for Terrence until he eventually had to learn leadership skills by necessity at his first engineering job out of college. When he had been working in his first role for a short time, his mentor put in a two weeks notice. Terrence then found out he had to take his place presenting to a group of experienced engineers and pilots for a highly technical review. Despite feeling extremely nervous, the interview that Terrence led went well, which gave him a giant confidence boost. Since then, Terrence has taken on many leadership and management roles as an introvert at several Fortune 500 companies. Terrence utilizes his platform to empower introverts to tap into their own inner leadership potential and is never shy about sharing the tips that he has learned throughout his journey. And today, he is going to show us how we as introverts can use our skills to market our projects. Now, here is a quick ad before we jump right into the episode. Shout out to this episode sponsor, Zencaster, my number one podcast tool. They provide a crystal clear sound and gorgeous HD video. I love that I can record separate audio and video tracks for me and my guest. Plus, there is a secure cloud backup, so I never lose the interview. It is easy to use and there is nothing to download. My guest just clicks the link and we start recording. Go to Zencaster.com forward slash pricing and enter the promo code EREADSPOD to get 30% off on your first three months off of the pro pricing. Again, that's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R dot com forward slash pricing and enter the promo code EREADSPOD and you'll get 30% off your first three months. Now let's jump right into the episode. All right. So welcome, Terrence. I am so excited for the listeners to get to know you. And so uh, I have a question for you right off the bat um, to just kind of welcome you to the podcast. Sound pretty good? Yeah, that sounds good to me. All right. So the question is, would you rather attend a virtual book signing or an in-person book signing? So it's interesting. So with me being an introvert, right, a lot of people would assume I would say virtual. Right, right. And I'm going to be honest, like, I like meeting people that have read the book. Like, I, you know, there are a few people that I've got to meet in person that actually mm-hmm. read Quiet Voice for this Leader and seeing the reaction and just getting to shake hands and getting to actually hear their feedback is like amazing, you know, and not saying that virtually you can't do some of the same thing, but I mean, the face-to-face interactions I've had with that 
I've just enjoyed them so much. So I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, my, my introvert self says virtual, but I'm, I'm going to be honest and I'm going to say in person on that one. Right. You know, like depending on like, you know, how much introverted energy like you have stored up. Right. So uh, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to lean towards virtual. But if I know ahead of time that it's going to be in person, I could probably have enough like alone time to have that stamina. So exactly. I, I definitely feel that. Exactly. So, Sarah's like, I am like really excited because we're going to be talking about book marketing, but from the introvert perspective. And, you know, um, listeners have gotten to hear a little bit of your bio, but please tell us about your book, you know, Quiet Voices, Fearless Leader. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, for me, I mean, and my story is that I'm somebody that grew up for a long time thinking that something was kind of wrong with my introversion, right? I didn't even really know, to be honest, what introversion meant at the time, like when I was growing up. All that I knew was I was a kid that sometimes didn't feel like being around the group or I was, you know, when everyone else was being loud or they wanted to be around a lot of people, at times I would want to break away and I would want to have time to myself. And so I thought something was wrong with that for a long time. Mm -hmm. And when I started my career after college, I would be in these meetings and I'd be trying to figure out how to get my words in and people would want to all go to lunch together and do certain things. And I would want to like eat lunch to myself. And so all of these different things were going on. And eventually I began to get leadership roles. And when that happened, I said to myself, like there have, there have to be other people that are introverted that feel the same way. Like they mm-hmm. want to, you know, have success in their careers or even just in their personal lives. But how do they do that? And so uh, that's mm-hmm. where the book Quiet Voice, Fearless Leader was born. And so it came from there, uh, released in October 2021. And it's continuing to, you know, do well and change lives. And so, yeah, that's how we got here. It's been like when you said 2021, right? It's been a year, a little, you know, over a year already. And yeah. so how tell us a little bit about how did you market this right so as an introvert myself as you know i'm sure there's introverts listening i know when we hear marketing it's kind of like cringe right we just want to hide and just you know say i wrote the book sell it but like how how did you navigate this being an introvert great question great question i don't think i've ever been asked that so (laughs) you know it's interesting My, my wife said something to me that really changed the tide in my approach on things. So, you know, so my thing was, hey, I'm going to write this book and I'm going to put it out. Right. So I was in the process of writing the book and I had a release date set in my mind. I said, hey, this is what I'm going to release and all of this. And she said something to me and it was it was so disrespectful. I'm not going to lie. Like at first I was like, really? Um, She was like, but Terrence, the thing is, like, people don't know you. Mm. nobody knows you. Right. And I'm like, what do you mean? Nobody knows you knows me, you know, like probably my pride and stuff. And she, what she said was so profound though. And what she meant was, and she, you know, of course she explained it more, but people typically are going to buy or they're going to gravitate to people they know, like, and trust. Um, One of the things that I did was to give the first chapter of the book away for free. And to me at the time, it didn't seem to make a lot of sense. Uh, it was some advice I was given from a coach mm-hmm. that I had at the time. Uh, and she advised me to do that. And right. it turned out to be a great idea because um, a lot of people, they loved the first chapter. So then I had people asking me, well, hey, when is the book coming? When's the release? Like, I want to hear this. I want to read the second chapter, you know? So 
I think that like throwing teasers like that out there, but then also creating relationships with people in advance of the book coming out are two very powerful things when you do those together. Absolutely. And, you know, relationship building is, is so important um, because it's, you know, like your wife said, like no one, especially the new authors listening, it's like no one knows who you are. And I think that's why a lot of authors talk about when they put out their second book, you know, it boosted sales of the first book and, and then of the second. And so I really like how you, you really talked about that relationship building, just posting so people know who you are and then giving that first chapter away so people can really get to see your style and get to see the, the content. And I think that is such a great technique to market. And it's not scary as an introvert, right? It's just, you know, you're getting to know you, you're sharing about you in a way that, um, again, is it, is, I mean, in the beginning, it's scary, right? To post and get out there and do that. But again, you kind of get to control the frequency. So I love that tip. Absolutely. Yeah. It makes a, it makes a huge difference. Absolutely. And you also have a podcast. And so as an introvert, what was that process like? So also as a fellow introvert, I, to be full disclosure, I started podcasting one to get the news out about different things, but as a way to get more comfortable talking with people, because it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, again, you know, it's kind of like, okay, you're in the virtual space. It's a little bit less nerve wracking, but what has this, this process been like for you? Yeah, I mean the podcast has been amazing. I mean, I've I've really enjoyed it. Um a lot of what I found for me was when I'm on social media, I'm on, you know, Instagram or TikTok or these various platforms, you're really only able to get your thoughts out so much, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you're posting like a 30-second video a minute or something like that. And I really wanted something a little more long form, like where I really can talk to fellow introverts, I can talk about just different things that I feel like will, you know, help people with introverted personalities uh, from the, you know, business side to work, to personal, to just a number of different topics that I really can't, you know, get into that level of detail uh, other than having like a podcast. So it's been really cool to just get to that next level of things that I've wanted to talk about for a long time. And I've loved it. I've loved it. I mean, I think as a, as an introvert too, it's, you know, you're kind of like the way I do it is I'm filming it myself, you know, so you don't Mm -hmm. have like a huge crowd watching while you're doing it or anything. So it's not like there's a ton of pressure, you know, I'm just speaking from the heart, talking about things that I think will help people. So. Absolutely. Again, it's like, you know, you get to do it in the comforts of your own home or wherever you, you choose to record and you get to have your supports and, and to interact with whether it's one person or the people that you feel comfortable with. So absolutely. Um, do you find in, you know, you put out the, the book, you know, um, Quiet Voices, Fearless Leader, you have the, the podcast that targets introverts. Um, do you have a lot of extroverts that kind of like resonate with things that you say or sometimes come up to you? You know, what has the response been from the other side? You know, it's so funny you ask that. Um, I've had a few people that bought the book that had an extroverted personality and they said they found it helpful as well. And I, I think that some of it is because the book is really heavy into not just introversion, but also leadership. You know, so one of the comments that I got was, you know, that really it's it's a great leadership book, you know, not even just related to introversion. So that I thought that was a pretty cool compliment. You know, I've gotten that from a few people. Um, And I think in general, 
what I've learned is that a lot of extroverts don't understand introverts. And mm-hmm. I'm starting to notice this, this change in the tide where a lot of them want to. Like mm-hmm. they might have coworkers or friends or people that they just always assumed, oh, that person's quiet or they put them in this box. And I right. think some of them are starting to realize like, oh, there's a lot more to that person than just they're quiet or they don't, you know, it's like, no, it may not be that they're quiet at all. They may just be quiet in certain situations until they get comfortable. And there's just all of these different things. And I think a lot of them are starting to realize that. So it's it's been pretty cool to have some of those conversations. That's, you know, it, it makes me think of like the introvert, you might have other people on your team that are extroverts and using this as a conversation starter or as a tool to say like, hey, like this is how I recharge. This is how, you know, <laughs> you know, kind of the, what speaks to me and how to use my tools and my strengths to to market or to, you know, just engage with the audience. And so um, introverts, if you're listening, get this for your extrovert and, and, you know, so you can have those conversations. And which kind of brings me to my next question. If you are an introvert and, you know, people are pushing you to market your book a certain way or to get out there and do interviews or whatever that is, and you're feeling like it's not your strong suit or it doesn't really resonate with you, how can you facilitate that conversation? Like any tips for, you know, speaking up on, you know, how you want to market? Absolutely. Absolutely. So when it comes to book marketing, one thing that I learned and I learned it very early because I tried a lot of different things when I was trying to, you know, market the book is you have to find your lane and find what makes you comfortable. Because, you know, for example, with me, I realized that trying to hire like a PR agent or something like that for me. And again, this isn't to say it doesn't work. There are people, authors that have done that and they're very successful. But for me, that wasn't my particular lane. I found that, you know, a lot of what has helped with so a lot of my books is uh, podcast interviews, you know, having interviews with various podcast hosts, uh, Amazon ads, for example, mm-hmm. uh, you can do ads on Amazon. And if you have the right, you know, keyword strategy and the right niche and your book categories uh, defined the right way, uh, publisher rocket is a great resource that, you know, I use and other authors use. I mean, th- there are so many different tools and different things, and you have to just kind of find like, what is the right strategy for you? You know, um, it might be, engaging on social media, right? I mean, it might be just posting various posts. It may be quotes from your book. Uh, That's something I did a lot of. Like I would post different quotes from the book and things like that. Um, And it's just finding that right mix. So if anyone is trying to pressure, if someone's listening to this and someone's trying to pressure them to do one specific thing and it doesn't feel comfortable, it doesn't feel like the right fit for them, then I would encourage them that to not do that. <laughs> I mean, you know, cause ultimately it's only going to last so long if it doesn't make you feel comfortable. Right. Like mm-hmm. I, I learned that I had to find the right lane for me and just stick to that. I love that, you know, finding your lane and sticking to it because again, like you touched on, like if you're doing something you don't want to, you're going to fizzle out, right? Like you're not, you're also not going to be able to market your, your book with the the joy and the enthusiasm because you're going to be uncomfortable. Right. And so I, I love how you talked about different Amazon ads, you know, publisher rocket, right? These are things where you don't necessarily have to be the face or 
putting out quotes from your book. These are all really great tools that, you know, if you're just like, I'm not comfortable right now, just being the the face or, you know, but you still need to get your book out there because people want to read it. I mean, really great tools. Absolutely. Yeah, most definitely. And, and there are so many, you know, and I'll say too, like try different things, you know, like don't mm-hmm. feel like you have to just do one thing. Uh, I mean, I've also, I've gone to book festivals, you know, um, I mean, I've done different ads on a number of different websites. I've I've tried a lot of stuff (laughs) and, you know, and some of it probably didn't work that well and other things worked really well. So it's just, you know, try different things and see what works Mm -hmm. best. Absolutely. Not being afraid to try. I I love that. But also I love that, you know, you give us introverts hope that, you know, book marketing isn't just for the extroverts, right? Like there's different tools that, you know, we can use and like also not being afraid to get out there for, you know, the, the in-person events, you know, and, you know, in the beginning, you talked a little bit about being in person and liking to see like, you know, the the people's reactions and, and, you know, shaking hands with folks. Are there any highlights from your book signings? And, you know, how, how was that for you? I mean, it it was amazing. Um, You know, I I think so one that I did in Houston, uh, this was last year and, it was just, you know, it, there's something about when you talk to somebody and they like reference a specific part of your book and they talk about how it like touched them or how it meant something to them, you know, or they resonated with it. There's just something about that that you can't put like a dollar value on that. Right. I mean, right. it's like you took something from your head and w- with the intention to help, you know, and it actually helped somebody like that. That's the part about being an author that. I love the most. So yeah, I think that makes it all the more worth it. That is is, is amazing. And so, you know, where can folks, you know, find out if you're doing signings, where can they find the book, the podcast, please share how people can connect with you. Yeah, absolutely. So Quiet Voice Fearless Leader is available at quietvoicefearlessleader.com. Um, and also I have an announcement related to it. I just came out with a hardcover version of the book. So that's available as well. Uh, so people can go to my website, quietvoicefearlessleader.com and the podcast, Quiet Voice Fearless Mind, that's available on Apple and Spotify. And it's also available on YouTube. I've got a video version of the podcast too. So that's all available. Fantastic. Thank you so much for, for sharing your, your all your knowledge. And again, like giving us hope that as introverts, we can be go out there and market. This is not just the lane for the extroverts. Um, again, love that tidbit about finding your lane, right? Not being afraid to try different things. And then if something really works for you, sticking with it, not feeling like you have to do X, Y, and Z because someone else does it. So thank you for, for giving us this hope. And before I ask my last question, is there anything you want to leave us with? Yeah, I mean, I would just say for the uh, for the fellow authors out there, people that are thinking about putting out a book or maybe your book is already out or anything. It's really just playing off of what we already said, right, is to not feel pressured to have to do things a certain way because someone else says it. Another big thing I want to leave with as well is not to compare yourself, right? Like right. don't look at what other authors are doing or what, you know, cause I did a lot of that in the beginning. I would look at like, you know, John Maxwell and I'm like, well, I have to sell as many leadership books as John Maxwell. I mean, don't, don't approach it from that standpoint. Right. I mean, you know, if you have a book in your mind, you're getting that down, that alone is a win. So like celebrate your wins, enjoy the process, you know, be willing to learn 
And as long as you're doing that, you're winning, you know, so don't compare, don't worry about what anyone else may try to bend you to do. Uh, just focus on your best race and you'll be okay. I love that, right? Comparison. Listen, that is the enemy of the imposter syndrome. Like, listen, yep. you are valuable and you are winning right where you are. So Absolutely. I love that. And I think that's a great place to end for this episode. But my last question is, so I like to leave folks with a prompt, something that inspires creativity, whether they are writing, drawing, singing, whatever that is. So if you had to leave us with a prompt, it could be a word, it could be a phrase. What would you like to leave us with? Mm. Think big. Oh, think big. That's a good one. I think for a long time, I would limit myself and I would put boundaries on my thinking, boundaries on what I thought was possible. And I think a lot of times when we're kids, we don't do this, right? We say, I'm going to be an astronaut. I'm going to go to space. I'm going to, and for some reason as adults, we can put limits on ourselves. I would say, think big, don't limit yourself. Don't think there are any boundaries. Think big and go for what you want. I love that. Listeners, take that, run with it. And to hear what I do with the prompt, stay tuned to the end of this episode to see what I do with the prompt. Think big. Terrence, thank you so much. Um, listeners, please go out there and buy the book, listen to the podcast and have a great and wonderful day. And thank you for visiting um, E-Reads podcast. The clock clicked on and the researchers scurried from one room to the next. Heads of departments sent their best hoping one would solve the puzzle, a conundrum that was a matter of life and death. A spaceship orbited the galaxy, holding one of their own. The astronaut, Jimmy John, a fellow friend and comrade, wanted one last mission, and the space station needed someone with experience. But the ship Jimmy John wanted to fly was about to be decommissioned. He, like the ship, would soon be too old to fly. But Jim was persistent and wanted to fly the rig one last time. Who knew this last time may be the last he would set his feet on Earth. But the team of researchers and experts were determined to get their man back. Everyone from across the globe came to offer insight, but none could solve the dilemma of how to get him back. Time was winding down and the ship would become lost, caught in the sun's orbit. They covered the whiteboard with X's and question marks as day swiftly turned to night. Everyone was filing out of the once crowded control room when the last person flipped out the light. Hey, I'm still here, called a voice in the back. The researchers popped their heads back in and scrambled to turn on the light. There, in the back, sat one man. His scraggly hair fell into his eyes. His fingers stained what graphite showed he had been hard at work. Has he been here the whole time? asked another as they all looked to the left and right. They saw him, but ignored the man thinking the quiet man off in the back had no ideas or insight to add. But now they fixed their eyes on him. The man knew he had a lot to say, but he was waiting for the right thing to say. Quiet and off to the back, his glasses slipped from his face. He pushed them back into place and looked up at them, ready with something to say. The researchers went silent 
and huddled together tight as the man in the back grinned with delight. He stuck up his stained penciled finger and when he spoke, they all had to listen. I've got it. I've got a big idea.